Hello and welcome to the Dictionary of Moments. I'm your host, Jason Geary, and I'm going to read you some stories. a grey old day here in Melbourne, Australia. It is raining, so you may hear the pitter-patter of rain on the rooftop of the garage. Uh, I hope if you do hear that, it is somewhat relaxing. This, of course, is the Dictionary of Moments podcast, where I intend to write an entire dictionary worth of super short stories, moments from stories, really. Uh, uh, and So where you look up a word and not only find the meaning of the word, but you find the moment from a story inspired by that word. Uh, I'm going to do four stories this week. I've been doing three so far, but I was going back through some of my older writing uh, and I found a super short one. So I'm going to tack that one onto the very end of the podcast after I do the wrap up uh, and plugs, etc. I'm going to throw a little bonus story onto the end. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this week's stories. Halfway. Adverb. At or to a point equidistant between two others. Halfway. Here we are in limbo. Gate Lounge 24, Dubai Airport. For these 20 minutes prior to boarding, we are all equal. As varied as every individual story is to this point, right here, right now, we are all on the same page. The past doesn't matter here in Gate Lounge 24. Our future is beyond reckoning. Water bottles are emptied. Eyes are puffed. We wait in travel purgatory. Most are resigned to sitting half slumped in plastic chairs. Some stand and pace. Everyone is willing the clock to tick faster. Our combined efforts have zero effect. Until the gate is opened and class and row once again segregate us, all of us are stuck equal, halfway there or halfway home. Driveway. Noun. A short road leading from a public road to a house or other building. Driveway. The driveway is muddy and she feels water invade her boots as her feet sink. Things like this used to bother her. Not anymore. 
not since the priest knocked on her door with the news of Henry's death. Going into town is unbearable. At best, people look at her with longing eyes, wanting to help but not wanting to intrude. At worst, they do intrude. Thus, for the last three weeks, the longest walk she's taken has been to her letterbox, which she usually finds full of condolences from people who just don't matter. The rain is heavy enough to pick a note from the tin lid of the letterbox with every drop. Pink, 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 pink. She lifts the lid and reaches in, fingers wide, ready to receive the usual bulk of envelopes. Her fingers close on one. It's a nice change. Now she won't have to spend the afternoon sending kind regards she doesn't mean. She raises the envelope to meet her green eyes. It is muddied brown. Scrawled in Henry's massive cursive is her name. Mrs. Elizabeth Jones. She flips it over and her legs give way as she sees his name. The mud swallows the sound of her impact. She tears the envelope and the first thing she sees is the date of writing. It is the day he died. My dear Beth, I'm sorry but I haven't got much time. I've got ten minutes before I have to scale down to that landing boat. They call it the sardine can. No one finds it funny. It's not a pleasant place to be. Grown men crying like schoolgirls. Nobody says nothing to stop them. I guess we all got our own ways of coping. Me? I think of you. I close my eyes and I think of what a perfect life we have and how most of all that's good in me has been cultivated by you. Beth, I'm staring the law of averages in the face. I know that all but five or six of us aren't going to make it off that beach. So I'm just going to think about us. I'm going to be thinking of us all the way in. And if the law of averages aren't on my side today, well, you'll be what I think of as I bow before that dying light. I love you, Elizabeth Jones. I know you know it, but I thought I'd write it this one last time. Yours forever, Henry. Triptych, noun, a set of three associated artistic, literary, or musical works intended to be appreciated together. Triptych. There were three moments of discovery. One, I was surprised by the vibrancy of their smiles. Each smile, distinct in the way it communicated the apparent joy of having their arms wrapped around each other. This was the first moment I can recall where I realised just how glad I was. They'd stopped me and asked me to take their picture. Then I asked the obvious question, something I chided myself for the very moment the words passed my lips. Are the three of you sisters? Two of the three smiled brighter as they said yes. The other rolled her eyes, not in a dismissive way, in a way that suggested she'd heard that question too many times this week. 
The subtlety of her reaction was not lost on me. I'm sorry, you, you must get that a lot. She softened, a little embarrassed I'd noticed her momentary lapse. No, 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 it's okay, she offered. I shifted my eyes to the screen of their camera. Bunch up. The sisters pushed together close, almost completely masking the picturesque Italian building in the background. Two. Within the tiny border of that camera frame sat an image of perfect happiness. I pushed the button and captured it for them in pixels for prosperity. Got it, I said and handed them back the camera. The sisters put their heads together to look at the screen. Snug. Three. In dumbfounded awe, I looked at them looking at themselves. Absorbed by the unqualified warmth of their looks as they saw the moment I had captured. I blinked, though this time I made a conscious effort to hold my eyelids shut just for a moment longer. For behind my eyelids, I was trying to record this moment. Submit it to memory. This perfect, unguarded moment of warmth I'd been privileged to be a part of. A kind voice forced my eyes open. Thank you, they said with polite smiles again. No problem. Have a nice day, I replied, and I walked on my way. I didn't look back. I just closed my eyes, and there, already fading into the shadows of my memory, was an image of three happy sisters that I hope I can recall when I need to feel that warmth again. Okay, there you go. Three stories for this week. One more to come. Uh, It's a tiny, short bonus story at the end of the episode. I'd like to thank the Heartstrings Project for donating their music to the podcast. Please check them out on Spotify or your digital music platforms. You can also find a video that they made uh, on YouTube. So go and check out the Heartstrings Project. Thank you so much to Luke and Marina for offering up their music. What can you do for the podcast? Well, you can tell your friends. If you enjoy the podcast and someone says, what are you listening to at the moment? Please mention Dictionary of Moments. Word of mouth is the number one way for a podcast to spread. So please do me a kindness and mention it to your friends if you find yourself in that very specific situation. Otherwise, you can log on to iTunes and leave a rating uh, and a review there. That helps me stay uh, up on the charts and uh, in new and noteworthy sections, etc. Um, Okay, well, thank you very much for listening to the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed uh, the many varied stories. Uh, Stay tuned at the end. There will be one more bonus story, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Follow you blindly, my eyes open.
Jolt, verb. Push or shake someone or something abruptly and roughly. Jolt. He recognised her laugh, the distinctive, uncontrolled upward trill. It was the laugh he took pride in drawing from her. It was truth and joy, trust and intimacy, gift and reward, something usually reserved for him. He took his coffee from the barista and curiously walked towards the sound. It was she, sitting on an oversized couch, laughing, hand in hand with another man.